0: Welcome to the Life is Relationships podcast, where we share biblical truths about marriage, parenting, and discipleship. The desire of CTCI is to see individuals and families restored in their relationship to the Father, and for them to be empowered to have thriving, godly relationships that impact the communities around them. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today we will have Seth Williams joining us, and we'll be talking about uh, several things, but we'll be talking primarily about what does it mean... To be a man in today's culture. Seth, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, AJ. Um, so, Seth, it seems like, uh, and I want us to be able to have this conversation with it, sounding like we are, um, that it's just a polarized political view or anything like that, because this is something that we've seen just in culture in general, and not just from a political sense, but I think that we've seen some of this happen in the church as well, in terms of what men are actually being called to be. And so it seems like over the last three to five years that there's just been this continual attack on manhood. And what are some of the ways that you've seen manhood attacked and targeted in society today?
1: I think uh, in a lot of ways, we're so fearful of, you know, strength in ways. And, and you see attacks, you see broken, you know, abusive homes. There's, there's plenty. Um, you mentioned a continual attack, um, you know, on, on manhood. I think... Sometimes it feels like an overcorrection of well, men are the primary abusers in a home, uh, in a relationship, and domestic violence uh, type things. And the way to fix that is we need to come against this men with strength and testosterone and all that. You know, we we need to to do something to correct that. And I think oftentimes we overcorrect. You see. Laws put in place um, without going into a lot of, like you said, political things, but you see terrible shootings and stuff happen and automatically people say, take guns away. Um, but I think what's in the heart of man in violence is really, it's a spirit to steal, kill, destroy. Um, I remember several years ago, someone taking a van in a public place in, in France and running into you know, a crowd of people killing many. So taking guns away won't remove violence from a heart that doesn't know the love of Jesus. Um, and I think to say that this is how we're going to correct things in society is by removing this or, or if we can just dial down your, your tone of strength and enthusiasm as men, I think it's a wrong focus. I think we need men to be strong in a godly way. The key is the work of the cross in our lives. Then men men need to know how to be strong for others. We are supposed to be, as husbands, strong for our wives. They need that strength. And it doesn't mean that they're not strong. But you know, we have a different strength, and they have a different strength. But uh, society wants to control it. We think if we just take away the pointy objects that we'll be fine. That's that's never gonna happen like that. Yeah. And you brought in an interesting
0: perspective in in the sense of looking at it from the violent side. But I think even in terms of you know the the phrase that's been used a lot is, you know, toxic masculinity, that for you to be essentially driven, aggressive, willing to do whatever it takes to get what you want. People th- often think of the super buff guys that are always in the gym. It's that primal hunter instinct of like, in order for me to live, I have to go out and and take what I want. But what we've seen a lot of is toxic masculinity. And I would agree that there is a point to which masculinity can be toxic if it's used incorrectly. Correct. Yeah. But oftentimes it's just... Men being men as we were created to be, yeah. and people disagreeing with that, right? And disagreeing with that perspective and that approach to things, whether it has to do with you know men being the heads of homes and leading homes, or I mean that's just one example. Like it's not looked, uh, it's frowned upon for a man to be aggressive or or assertive. In the business world, it's it's applauded. But I think even more so within the church, it is frowned upon yeah. to a degree yeah, because we want to be the nice Christian man. Mm-hmm. And so, um, are there any of those things kind of starting off that we talked about that, that are valid concerns that we should be taking into consideration and in, in actively working to turn around in our culture and how men conduct themselves and how they work? Yeah. And, and function within homes and in business in the church today. Yeah,
1: yeah you know, even um, preparing for this podcast, I was just thinking of King David, who was, you know, prior to that, a shepherd, a lowly shepherd, passed over and not viewed as, you know, ready to be in line of you know, anointed as king. But we see him guarding sheep, we see him really with a heart to protect we see him as a worshiping warrior who is just amazingly strong and courageous and brave, and at times foolish, but loving, and a worshiper that didn't care what it looked like. So he had that just that strength, but he also had this, this place of, of softness before the Lord and knew he was confident in in the strength of the Lord, and it was, it was something that that brought men of like hearts around them, and it protected men, women, and children, and it 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 fought for good causes. And if we don't believe that's necessary in today's day and age, we're fooling ourselves. And I say that in in the sense of the body as well. When we're I I can't tell you how many times being you know in ministry, we point a finger at at men not coming. To church and 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 we put the blame solely on the men, which you know there there's times absolutely it's it's on them. But I think we've made it more suitable to women. We've taken the adventure out of the body. We've taken the the exploration. You know, we we've made it about knowing verses, but we don't really act on those verses in a way that's strong and we go out and we take cities for the kingdom. We we make it about, you know, well, sit sit here and listen and do your part while men want to be, you know, uh, yeah, we're okay watching a football game, but I can tell you one thing. I would rather be in a in a game than watching 9 times out of 10. I mean, maybe that's just me, but to me I want to I want to be on on an adventure. And why aren't we why aren't we as a body receptive of that like man what what is the lord calling us to i mean jesus was very proactive i mean how many times do we do we really think about jesus turning tables and rebuking people for what they brought into the father's house and the temple you know made it a place of money changing and 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 of um you know sales and those things that wasn't that wasn't what the temple was made for. It was made for the Father, a place to honor the Father. And I think we've made it very docile, and it's got to be meek and mild to, per your 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 question on here. John Eldridge has a book called Wild at
0: Heart that is that talks through this whole thing about the heart of man and the adventure and the calling that we have into relationship with the Lord that opens up the the opportunity to step into adventure with the Lord. And in that book, John Eldridge quoted Dorothy Sayers with saying, the people who hanged Christ never to do them justice accused him of being a bore. On the contrary, they thought him too dynamic to be safe. It has been left for later generations to muffle up that scattering personality and surround him with an atmosphere of tedium. We have, and this is the part here that, that I really, really love we have effectively paired the claws of the line of Judah, certified him as meek and mild, and recommended him as a fitting household pet for pale curates and pious old ladies. And that, when I heard that quote, because I was listening to this book on, on audio, when I heard that, that quote about pairing the claws of the line of Judah and, and certifying him as you know a fitting household pet, it was just this thing inside of me. That was like, yeah, I've seen that, and I don't think anybody has intentionally said, "Hey, we need to," you know, remove this from men intentionally. But there's been, there has been this active part of making men the nice, quote the quote unquote nice Christian that's very tame and docile. And so, how do you think that this meek and mild image of Jesus that's been taught to men for years? has affected the view of how they were created, why they
1: exist, and how they're supposed to show up in today's world. I think in one way, we um, turn them off to the church. We, we Because of this view of, well, Christianity is for pacifists. They're, they're for mild people that, that don't have any guts. They're for men that, you know, and I don't fit in there. Or you might start to think, well, what's wrong with me? I want, you know, maybe I, I will never be a good Christian because I don't view this this form of Christianity going and doing this. My act of service is going and listening and sitting down into copious amounts of teachings and and once a week trip to a building that you know. And I, I'm not trying to be harsh on. I I love the body of Christ, but I think as being in the body of Christ we can we can all grow. I want to grow. I pray for boldness weekly. You know the disciples did mighty acts and they came back and they prayed for boldness. And I think it's an hour and this is a crucial conversation to have is because we have to we really need to have men and women be bold in our faith and stand up and to really know where we stand and to really know what the call in the body is i think short term mission trips are are great i think it's a first step if you've never done anything or seen outside of america hunger and brokenness to a great greater degree than we've ever seen though the, for that is really good but know that we have every opportunity in our backyard to do missions full-time, our jobs, are you know, and I think it's just the body saying, we want to equip you, saints, men, to, to live life on mission to where you're seeing these things. Those disciples were, f- were fully alive and fiery after you think of what happened in the upper room. They went out, they were sent ones, and they took ground for the kingdom. It was exciting. It was, there was persecution there was you know, all those things, and they didn't know. Don't worry about what you'll say. The, the Holy Spirit will give you guidance when you're in that situation where they would talk to people. They saw dead raisings and all those things, and we've made it almost this thing of, well, get your doctrine straight, which you should, but just focus on those things. Focus on those things, and, and almost like it was a time. But we've taken the adventure out of it. We've made it so heady. We've made our religion so boxed, because then we can control it, right? But that's not the way I see what God is calling the body to be. Man, the body, we need to make it what the Holy Spirit's saying the body should be and grow and, and let our men be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. That's good stuff, Seth.
0: And you were talking earlier about David. And in David, I, I continually see this dichotomy of manhood that is of strength And emotion of action and art and of violence and of peace and restoration. How can men today begin taking back their manhood to where they can begin to walk in the strength, passion, boldness, and humility that God created us for to be fully ourselves and how God created
1: us to be? I would say a lot of that can come out of community find a group of guys. I have walked in seasons uh, where I've walked with men of like hearts. I, we even did a wild heart group probably 18 years ago. After that book came out, we read it and we explored those things together. And we went there as a small group of brothers. We went there together. I would say as men, just a practical, find men of like hearts that, that desire to know and follow Jesus. And desire to be fully alive in their marriages, and the body, and living life holistically, full of adventure with their kids. Re envisioning, like, let's take them, let's go and do something we haven't done before. Be okay getting out of your element. That's hard for me. I know, you know, it is for other men. But do some things that are just adventuresome, and do it with with a an outreach mindset of I, I want to go and, and make disciples, and I want to go and do. I want to live this life fully from start to finish when I wake up, you know, and it just it takes doing, get, getting off the beaten path. But you started with a group of guys that you feel maybe start with one guy, two guys, and then have some talks and meet together and, and camaraderie and, and take ground, go rafting, go cycling, do those things.
0: That's awesome. I love what you're talking about through this, and I just kind of get this picture of you said earlier how a lot of Christianity a lot of the church has been made really heady. It's been a very, you know, knowledge-based thing, which is good. We're supposed to know the word. We're supposed to yes, know our weapon. absolutely. But then also, just as much of a scholar, we also need to be that much of an explorer. That's right. Because it's through that exploration that God can speak to us in right. different ways than just words on the
1: paper. That's when that word comes alive. Yeah, it's living and active, and sharp, and it and it's got to be used, just like. I had you know you think of just being brainy and sitting down and not ever using something you've had knowledge without exacting those things, yeah
0: well, hey, thank you so much for joining today's podcast. We really appreciate it and hope that it's it's something that is is food for thought and is something that's encouraging to any man out there that that may have been struggling with feeling like they're kind of boxed into this more uh domesticated perspective of manhood, and that they're given the opportunity to to begin to look and explore what it means to be fully alive and how God created them to be. So thank you, Seth. Thanks, AJ. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And we would love if you left us a review. For more information about CTCI and our upcoming programs, be sure to check out ctcilife.org. This podcast is a production of Christian Training Center International, and it is produced by AJ Selby and Seth Stradling.